boy, oh boy. Are you ready for this? I, I, I'm, I'm excited. You prefaced this last time saying that you've been waiting a long time and that you have, you have significant thoughts that you want to get off your chest, or at least you've been waiting for a reason to get them off your chest. So I'm, it's, I'm, yeah, it's true. I mean, I will say, I think I kind of, uh, I might have, may have overhyped it a little bit, <laughs> you, but, um, you may have, you may your thoughts aren't as deep and 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 thought provoking as as maybe you suggested. Perha- per- perhaps not. But um, okay. the movie. I, I well, I was I was gonna say after seeing the movie, I was super excited to see where you're going with this. So <laughs> maybe maybe it's not as deep as as I was hoping for. Uh oh, man. Listen, we're doing jingle all the way. Jingle yes, all the way. We are jingle all the way. Uh. Yeah, and we jingled all the way through this movie, um, which... Where to begin? I honestly, I'm already feeling like I'm so, so, I'm scatterbrained, but um, (laughs) no, this movie, okay, yeah, holy shit. So this is a movie, this is a movie that, that, that begs for a synopsis. Because we've done so many movies yeah. of late that yeah. that pretty much everyone has seen, and there's no need for a synopsis. This one, this one really needs one because it's it's, true. it's not a uh, it's not a regular watch for for most people. Well, and uh, it might be true. I think I, I think there it is. It does have a certain. It definitely has a cult appeal. I think. I think. Oh, really? Uh, Yes, I mean maybe not amongst mainstream fans, but there certainly has a niche audience. I think this this movie, this movie. <sighs> Sum it up for us, Matt. <sighs> okay, holy shit! Okay, Jingle All the Way is a film released in 1996, starring the one and only Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which I feel like this is a big deal. This is our first Schwarzenegger movie. Which it that's is. that's it a is. big deal because it's certainly not going to be the last. As long as this podcast continues, there we will there will be more Schwarzenegger films because he was yes. one of the the preeminent movie stars of our time. I mean, there was a there was a period where he was truly one of the most famous people on the planet. Like I could, I think you could argue that he was the biggest movie star at a, at a one point. He may have been the biggest movie star. I um, think, yeah, out there. Yeah, I think that's fair, especially considering because Henry is his international appeal. I mean, yeah, he yeah. was he was it. He was like king of the fucking movie world, um, and he's still he's you know he's still an icon. Listen, um, but but any but anyway, not his finest. Although he's done some, he's I was going to say not his finest movie, but he's uh, he's got his fair share of clunkers. Not his not his finest uh, by a long shot. Um, Worst, I you know, I don't know. I but but god damn it, this one is in the running. <laughs> um, okay, so Jingle All the Way is the story of a uh, of uh, a typical your your prototypical uh, Minneapolis mattress salesman who also is like a fucking Adonis from Mount Olympus <laughs> uh, uh, named Howard Langston. 
Who is your typical your prototype? You know your typical workaholic dad. He has a young son named Jamie and a wife played by Rita Wilson. And he, but is he's, Jamie is Jamie young Anakin Skywalker? I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't, honestly, I don't even want to get into that yet. I'm not even. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm we're sorry. we're taking that and we're putting it. I have. I should. I should have a, a, a like a a a table next to me. That has all of the different things that we need to get into with this movie, but they're all sitting there. We're not to any of them yet. There's too many. Okay. So, all right. I'm sorry. So, Continue. Okay. Continue. Um, okay. So Jamie, uh, his son, his young son, and Rita Wilson, yeah, his yes, wife. Yes. And they live in domestic bliss. And well, seem well, not really, because because Howard is uh, he's you know as as per Un- usual awful in, husband in these crisp in these Christmas movies. Uh, a workaholic who does who's you know not really uh not really there uh i mean howard is is struggling as a family man uh yes. and uh as christmas is approaching his son jamie uh all he wants for christmas this year is of course a turbo man doll um and unfortunately for jamie his father has forgotten to purchase said Turbo Man doll, which happens to be the hottest selling toy item this Christmas season. Uh, so now, Howard, you—I don't know if you've if you've guessed it yet, but <laughs> f- folks, he ends up having to to track down this toy, uh, and and over the course of one crazy Christmas Eve. That is this movie. I don't. This movie. <laughs> this movie is like a war crime of a film. <laughs> it's, it's it approaches the level, which I know. I guess in this is in particularly in the world we're living in now. That's really a, a terribly inappropriate thing to say. <laughs> this okay. is this is a. This movie this movie this movie defies every single kind of logic that exists in mankind. And and that's just the beginning of the shit that's wrong with this film. Um I I don't there's true there's so there's so much there's honestly there's Where do you want to begin? I don't I mean how about I, I start? Know. You have too much. Yeah, let me yes, let me let me let please. me start. You get it started. Start. I can't I can't do it. Like I can't do it, Jeff. I need you to start. All right. So you've you've obviously watched this movie more than once, I would imagine, right? I don't I, think I, I've watched this movie since we I watched dis- it way back when. <laughs> so despite, you clearly despite my my protestations of it being so <laughs> horrific, I have watched this movie. You've watched this war crime so many, over so and many over times. again. That okay. It, I, I mean, truly, <laughs> to a masochistic level, a truly. Do you hope? Do you hope level. every each time? Do you hope to find some some saving grace within this film when you watch oh, it, or is it just? I don't is it know. Truly, is it truly to just punish yourself? Well, I feel. <laughs> I feel. I feel like this is a good counterpoint. To, you know how in plane, with planes, trains, and automobiles, which is our previous film, yeah. I said that that's one of the. The few films yes. that kind of gives me hope in humanity. Yes, this yes. is the other end of the spectrum. Okay. This is the one I watch to go. Oh no, people are garbage. Everything <laughs> sucks. Okay, this this everything is is shit. All so right. All yeah, right. 
All right. So <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, the the so where I'll start with this movie is that what what I the reason why I laugh so hard when you said he's an Adonis is because the, I, I want to say the first thing that doesn't make sense to me. Obviously, he's a <laughs> mattress first, salesman. The first, maybe not the first thing. There's a um, lot of things, but I, this is the first I'm choosing to talk about. The 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 <laughs> he is a mattress salesman. Yeah. But seemingly throughout the whole movie, he's also like an action hero to everyone else. Like there are moments where like 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 for instance, when he he decides to 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 go with um John Belushi, John Belushi, Jim Belushi, Jim my friend. Jim Belushi. John is no longer with us. Jim Belushi. When he chooses to go with Jim Belushi to the to the the Santa cartel of um, course yes right he not only he is a mattress salesman yes. who then proceeds to say i'm going to take on the entire cartel much in the way every other arnold schwarzenegger movie would ever happen which is that he would just take on everybody that is gone but you're sitting there going wait a second he's he's supposed to be an unassuming workaholic mattress salesman but yet everyone but there it's not even like there's a there's no arc to it there's no like he's going to work up to find out that he's that it's just i'm standing here as if i'm i'm playing the mattress salesman guy but i'm, I'm also the true lies a, i'm like, also a preposterously large man right in suburban america the, my listen there oh my I can't. He just, he I, don't, I don't know. I don't. All the time. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this. Okay, well, we're going to try. So Arnold. So, I mean, first of all, the, I mean, I listen, and I, I, I respect that. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger probably at this point, at this phase in his career, was like, I want to play a regular guy. You know, I've played, I've played barbarians. I've played Hercules. I've played, I've played robots, cyborg killers. I just want to play a regular average Joe. And I right. get that because at the end of the day, he's just a guy, but he's also, he's just, he's a guy who is so enormous that <laughs> it, it is truly, it is ludicrous. It's ludicrous. I mean, he, I, to, my, okay. So, so this is a guy who apparently is so bogged down in his, his work selling mattresses that he right. is, Totally absent as a as a father and a husband. When in the flying fuck does he have the time to go to the gym to build that physique? That's my <laughs> no. first question. When? He doesn't. When? He doesn't. Not possible. Never. Not possible. So no. already, this movie's bullshit. Right away. This is like, <laughs> we're already starting at bullshit. And we're just going down from there. So... So yes, um, uh, yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger as your typical average, you know, suburban dad already implausible. Just well, I but yeah, fun, and I fun, think that, fundamentally do not buy him in this character. Yeah, but is, is, see, this I think proves that he is at the height of his his stardom because he could basically choose what he wanted to do, and sure. people were like, "Yeah, do whatever you want." But it's yeah. like it's like sitting there going, you know, we're gonna cast you know, an NBA star and ignore the fact that he's seven fucking foot tall yeah, in yeah. the in in the explanation of the of the of the plot. It's exactly. like everyone's just gonna ignore the fact that everyone's at, at you know staring at his navel the whole time. Like it's like 
it just makes no sense. But it was clear that he was like, I want to do a Christmas movie, yes. and I want to play this regular guy. He obviously also wanted to play a pregnant man at some point, too, because we, oh we're going to get to Junior, which was another movie that just is Ooh, so fucking that's, bad. That's like, a doozy, yeah. Oh, I mean, for so many goddamn reasons, is that movie... Like the the whole concept, they don't even. It's like you talk about, you know, you love movies where they just kind of <laughs> they don't talk about it. We talked about it with uh, Interspace, where they where they they don't explain how it happens. It's right. just gobbledygook. Gl- gl- gloss over the science. Yeah. Junior's the same thing. They just like, oh yeah, sir, a, a a man can put a baby in its abdomen and be fine. Like that's Ooh, no problem. No, Anyways, that, I mean, yeah, that's a n- very- that movie. Problematic That's a movie. film, but this movie equally so. Okay, so first we've we've conquered that part of it. Okay, he should never have been cast in that. There's no plausible way that he should have been in it. Let's go to number two on my list of of things that Please. that I want to talk about, and that yes. is the 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 is Phil Hartman in this movie. Yes, Phil Hartman's yes, character. Yes. Phil Hartman's character in this movie. It may be the most uncomfortable character in the... It is the most uncomfortable character in the whole movie. He is literally sleeping his way around the the neighborhood. Yes. He is... But in this... He's the Lothario of... The like you know yes. mid mid wa- the, mid mid like middle age housewife set of this suburban he's car- community. He's, he, he is a car- cardigan wearing Lothario because it's like and his in his play his in is is to like bake cookies right. and to show up and to be the perfect dad to his yes. son and but the whole point of him doing it is not to actually be a good father. It is to get into the. <laughs> to get no. into the pants of it's, his of his neighbors. This is which, and uh, yeah, hence ruining other marriages and causing them to be in worse states. It is the most disturbing character. Like it's like <laughs> it's like it all really time. It truly and is sexist and like oh and like, all of it all all of it all the things yeah all it's of everything. it all I, of it. I, yes, I, 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 and I do. I'm glad you brought this up because I just trashed the movie completely <laughs> before we even really talked about it. But yes, Phil Hartman is in this movie. Thank God. And also, yeah. we have to say Sinbad as well. We yes. kind of mentioned this before. This is kind of an unofficial house guest reunion. Again, they unfortunately, they do not share scenes, but they both are in the film, so that was nice. But f- yeah, okay, yeah. So Phil Hartman is... Yes, his character is out- outrageously offensive, and yes. but but in a way that only Phil Hartman could play. And oh my it god! Is, yes, in a way it is actually, and I feel bad because the movie, the movie doesn't deserve him. This movie does not deserve Phil Hartman. I will no. make that clear, or Sinbad for that matter. But Phil Hartman, especially, he's too good for this movie. But within the assignment he is given, he fucking crushes it. So I will oh. say that. Uh, say what you want about this movie. Phil Hartman is genius. I mean, he just he's perfect. And yeah. in fact, one of my one of my favorite things, and I was just thinking, I was just rewatching it actually, and you us talking about him being this like Lothario made me think, and this is maybe too subtle a thing to talk about. <laughs> but one of my favorite moments is when he's first introduced, 
and in the in the uh, in the bleachers at the karate the bleachers, yeah. match with the and he's filming and everything and then yeah. you know all these other he's sitting with Rita Wilson but then all these other wives are like giving him cookies and stuff and clearly right, like right. they're so attracted to him and at one point like one of them the woman sitting next to him like could you come by and and work on my such and such or whatever and Phil Hartman he turns and looks away from her and looks off into the distance at no one as if to as if to say yes yes i know i know <laughs> it's like it's it is so pure it's pure phil hartman yeah. like oh it's exquisite he's so yes <laughs> he's, he's he's amazing he i mean his character is horrifically offensive and and, yes. and misogynist and and uh yes all the things but so fucking funny so funny yeah, so his character to me, I was like, um, and it's these are the types of characters that I struggle with because it is clearly not offensive on accident. He is the the, the point is to be that guy, but my offense, like me being offended by it, makes it less funny for me. <laughs> so it's this kind of like. I don't know how to feel about it because I know he's doing it as, as a joke. So I'm kind of yeah. like, well, I shouldn't be offended by it, but the guy is just so you're just like, oh, well, I no, hate I this think guy. You should be. I mean, we're supposed to. He is a creep, and he ends up getting the eggnog in his face at the end. But that's not know. enough. That's not well, enough. Well, I mean, you know, it's. I mean, sure, but but for the purposes of this movie, he gets his come up. Sure. Okay. Yeah, sure, and 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 <laughs> I don't accept it. But the 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 um no worst line, worst line in the movie, not not as in bad writing line, but the most like disturbing line is the one where his son mm. says to Jamie, "My dad's really taken all, ever since the divorce. Things have gone way up for my father, or something like that. You should try it out, like that that." particular line i'm like yeah i was just like wow like yeah that's a good i mean that's a good segue into the the messages of this film oh which yes which i mean could not be more problematic for a christmas movie yes essentially the messages i gather from this film are yes first of all divorce is great and it does wonders for for dads in their relationships yeah. with their sons. Uh, <laughs> yes. That... Secondly, is and 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 the most important one that this movie posits is that above all, you can buy your children's love with <laughs> toys. Yes. That is yes. the message of this film. This movie is yes. a cult. It's like a consumerist capitalist like fucking travesty of a film it's right. it, it really is literally saying buy your child what they're to get them their 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 this thing that they want and they will love you and and i know in the end of this they're gonna say oh but he gives away the toy and it's no fuck you you didn't they no. didn't earn it no no you did not earn not it. only that not it's only that shit. okay yeah we're jumping around here but i don't give a flying I fuck can't. the movie's yeah, no, awful I, so we're gonna go all over it so you, you brought up the fact that he gives up the toy. So the ending sequence. Yeah. Here's the part of this movie that 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 also the the ending sequence where he there's no redeeming he doesn't redeem himself in this movie. Like he just happens to walk into the wrong fucking warehouse 
and get put into the Turbo Man suit. Yeah. And then he's on it, and and then, oh, now he gets to... The whole time I'm thinking, this whole ruse is for everyone else, is that Turbo Man is going to give one lucky kid, right. you know, <laughs> by random, this fucking story. And no, yeah. what does he do? He gives the fucking thing right to his son which i'm like okay well there's nepotism there's another fucking theme that we should just all embrace (laughs) is some sort of nepotism i mean it's 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 and and then and then and and then they 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 have him like save the day again adonis the fucking mattress sales guy is now flying around the 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 thing in a seemingly this is Oh, they don't yeah. even discuss it. It's like uh, Rocket Man fucking goes around. Or Rocketeer, Turbo Man, goes, Turbo Man. Tur- yeah, okay. Well, it's as we all know, this is from the Rocketeer. They're stealing all of this shit from the Rocketeer, um, <laughs> the, and, and and he flies around in his Turbo Booster, whatever, and and it's like everyone. <laughs> the, the thing after he does this. And he lands in front of everybody. Everybody's just like, "Wow, it's 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 the father." And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up about the father." This guy just flew around in a jetpack, like that. That should be the most impressive thing on the like. It's just you're just like, Ugh. yeah. The the his biggest his biggest moment of tra- his his transformative moment that is meant that that redeems him is when he decides to go to the parade. <laughs> that's literally yes. it it's time yes. when he says it's time i start keeping my promises and he goes to the parade that's it that's what he and does can, he goes yes, to but the he, parade prior to that Every, he pours. everything else happens by chance and just apps like the only actual definitive choice that he makes right. to show growth is that he, right. just, he decides to go to the parade to the parade i of which he didn't show up on time he didn't. He, okay. He, okay. Well, he, he didn't go to the parade. He tried to go to the parade and failed at that too. Okay. He just happened to wander in and then was on the float. Okay. You said the key word for me, which is the thing that I have teased that I have been obsessed about with this movie since I first saw it, and that is <clears throat> this movie appears to take place. In a world in which time does not exist. Yes! This oh my movie, god, you just took... Yes! This movie exists in a parallel timeline <laughs> where yes. it is 12 o'clock noon for the entire day. Ever. Forever. So, having said that, <laughs> I, have, uh, I, have, I have done something, and this is, again, as, as happened before, this is probably revealing too much. Uh, I have created a timeline for oh, this movie. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I'm so excited. And, and this is the thing I was talking about, because I have watched this movie every year at Christmas. It's one of those movies I watch. It's garbage, but it's <laughs> okay. I, I stuff it into my face like like you're supposed <laughs> to do with garbage. So um, I have... I have um, Rub your nose in it, Matt. Rub your nose in it. Oh, Rub your nose in that garbage. Just, uh, mm, just so good. Um, I, every year... I've watched this movie, and with whoever I'm watching, whether it's my friends or my kids or other people, um, you know, will be like, "What this movie? Like, what is time in this movie? What is it? Doesn't exist because 
it is the same exact time when he leaves in the morning to the fucking last shot of the film. And, yes. And the 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 amount of trials and tribulations this Schwarzenegger's character goes through in this film seem to take up like a a week's worth of time like an there's enormous a amount of time bomb scare there's a fucking bomb scare in the middle of a radio station it's that that, that, that i ah I'm, totally I'm there insane. with you because i was just about to say the same thing to you at the beginning of this because because we started to talk about all this and i'm like I feel like they did an impossibly intense and large amount of things. Yeah. And it didn't dawn on me until you said it all seemingly happened on Christmas Eve. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of shit. Yes. For so, Christmas Eve. So, so I'm gonna. You know what? I'm. I. I put the time in. So I'm gonna walk us through. I'm gonna walk us through this timeline. I'm just gonna do it because it's. Do it. It's, I'm. It's, I'm loving this. Give it to it's, me. It's. It's nuts. And but and I will say, it. It. I. I was. I was very. I came into this. I was very generous with this timeline. I was even. In fact, I was going to begin by saying, you know what? I'm gonna start this timeline. At sunrise, I'm going to start it at 6:30 in the morning. <laughs> even though it clear, this movie clearly does not. This events of this final day do not begin at 6:30. <laughs> I'm going to start it there. But then, of course, I had that taken away when I realized they give you the starting time when he gets to the toy store, which opens at 9 a.m. and he's two minutes early. So that's really when the real action starts. So the, Howard arrives at the, at toy store number one. At okay. Eight, 8:58 a.m. 8:58 a.m. Okay. So so then from that point he enters the toy store there's the whole big kerfuffle and everything with him and Sinbad and the big chase. Right. He leaves the toy store at like 9 10, 10 after 9 let's say. Then Wow, so he's only in the toy store for 12 minutes. I think it's it I think it's pretty quick because he runs in and there's it's chaos. There's nothing he, there. There's nothing there. Him and Sinbad get in their little thing, but then they leave and he chases the lady who has the Tuberman, but she gets away. Then we proceed into the toy store montage, which is him visiting multiple toy stores throughout well, the Wait a city. second. Are you including the ball? Oh, that's the, we the, haven't we we haven't gotten to the ball. This isn't we oh, haven't that's gotten That's a different toy store. We haven't gotten to the ball yet. This is just toy store number 1. Then okay, we have I'm the sorry. toys the Toy Store montage, which, I mean, looking at it now, I I really was too I was too generous with this timeline. I, I'll be <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest because right here for the Toy Store montage, I put down an, it, it's an hour and a half, which I think it probably how many Toy Stores does it go to? I mean, at least like three or four, and and it's with holiday traffic. I mean, it's got to be ridiculous. But I gave I gave so I, by like by ten thirty. He's done with the 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 toy the story store montage. Okay. So ten thirty to ten forty five. Howard calls home, then meets uh, Sinbad on the street and accidentally hits the cop's bike. Eleven a.m. I, I remember this. Eleven a.m. After they hear after they hear after they hear about the something right because yeah, he gets the, in the car the, to storm off. To, they, they, they hear that they've got extra ones at some other at the toy mall, location at the mall. Right. Yeah. At the mall. So right. then eleven a.m. Howard arrives at Mall of America. Then there is, as you mentioned, the Super Bowl chase, which is yep. from about I I put eleven ten to eleven twenty, Super Bowl chase, which is yep. And I want to take this opportunity to to briefly pause and mention something which is my favorite line in the film, and it's also one of my favorite things 
about watching Arnold Schwarzenegger performances. Okay, I'm excited about this. So, of course, um, spoilers to everyone. I know this will come as a shock, but uh, English is not Arnold Schwarzenegger's first language. <laughs> I know that that's, that's, uh, you're astonished by this, but it's the truth. Uh, he is Austrian. So, naturally, there are some, uh, you know, uh, kind of linguistic things Linguistic um, uh, 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 inconsistencies in his, uh, his dialect that pop up occasionally. And we all accept it. Of course we do. We love him. It's fine. We know that English is not his first language. This is not, this is not a judgment on him. No, is it is some, not a tumor. Yeah. Well, that's more just his accent. This is an okay. actual linguistic thing, which, again, not a judgment, just something I enjoy, which is, <laughs> which is Arnold Schwarzenegger has this habit which I know, which has to be based on the the language barrier of switching demonstrative pronouns. Okay. So, and this is what I mean by that. So let's say, <laughs> let's say you're you're um you're in your you're in your house with your friend and uh, you have a pet cat and the cat walks across the living room and then you 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 turn to your friend you point to the cat and you say that's my cat that is right. my cat. If if Arnold Schwarzenegger would be was the one pointing, he would say, "This is my cat. This right. is my cat." <laughs> There's a moment in the movie when he's chasing the Super Bowl and it bounces off the the balcony and falls into the lap of a child. Yes, who, whose gender I have to admit was a mystery until it's revealed minutes later. Yes, yes. but. Anyway, uh, he, he the child picks up the ball. Schwarzenegger sees him. They lock eyes. Schwarzenegger points to the child and says, this is my ball. This <laughs> is my ball, he cries to the child yes. across the mall. Yes. I... I find this hysterical. I don't. I'm sorry, but I. It is so funny to me, and it's just a simple switching of that and this. Why would you think that they wouldn't change that though? Why? Well, why would? Why wouldn't the director go? This hey, is it, what... it would be more natural if you'd say, "That's my ball," not, <laughs> not this then, is my ball. But it's fascinating because this is this happens in all of his movies, in all of his movies, and I think it's just honestly, I think nobody wants to tell Arnold Schwarzenegger um, <laughs> you're saying that wrong. You know, right. I don't think I think everyone's just like, uh, yeah, he can say whatever the fuck he wants. He's Arnold Schwarzenegger, so, <laughs> right? They all, but avoid it's also, it. and you know what, it is. It's it's kind of charming in his, you know, the way he. But I I just had to point that out because it's something that's in all of his movies. And this is my ball, is like an it, in my house. That's an iconic line. That's like it's a line. This is my ball. This is my ball, and it's just I, I'm sorry. I just had to mention that. Anyway, back to the timeline. But hold on. So before we move on to the timeline, it's 11 minutes because you're at 11:10, right? In the timeline, it's now almost 11, noon. About 11. About 11:30 ish. Yeah. If if we're if we're sticking to linear time, if we're going along, um, assuming that time is linear. Um, yeah. The um, that's, a, that's a that's a stretch for this movie. We're assuming. Um, I, there's a when that when that little toddler that when the when the asexual toddler of of nondescript gender uh, is moving okay. on the playgrounds, right? Yes. Um, there's a scene that felt very similar. To, I want to say labyrinth uh, as I was watching it, in the sense that he's across the way looking at her, and they're going in opposite directions. When on the uh, labyrinth, MC Escher 
oh. type thing where it's like he's trying to get to Toby and Toby's like walking oh. down one way while he's okay. going the other and they can't catch him. The right. whole thing felt very reminiscent of I don't want to say it was a callback to Labyrinth because it definitely fucking wasn't. But the <laughs> but that whole thing I just kept going, God, this seems so freaking familiar and I guess yeah. it's I guess it's just a stereotypical kind of scene of somebody trying to catch somebody who happens to always be going right. the opposite direction of of the way that person was going um right. but anyways i thought it was uh it was interesting, an interesting callback it it it, yeah. it it hit me in my brain it hit you in your um, brain this is this is my callback um <laughs> this is my callback matt this is my brother this is this I'm is pointing my brother. at you and say okay this is um, my brother yes Okay, so returning to the timeline. So uh, that's the Super Bowl chase. So like around that finishes around 11:30 a.m. Uh, Howard at this point meets the mall Santa. After he says one of my other favorite lines when he says, "I'm not a pervert. I just was looking for Turbo Man doll." That line makes me laugh. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean to be Can fair, we say hold on before we go off of that? Why do they call it a fucking doll? <laughs> it's an action figure. I know. Why I know. do they keep calling it a doll? It is was, not a doll. Especially as a young boy, I remember being very offended by that. Line. Yes, I, I don't going, like that at all. This is I'm not like, a doll. It is an action figure. Thank it is not much. a doll. At some point, somebody says that in the movie. Yeah. I, I, somebody I says so. it's not a doll. It is an action figure. Yet they keep yeah. calling it a goddamn doll. And I'm I mean, like, it's, it's not a fucking doll. It's a f- offensive. I agree. Offensive. I agree. Another um, you'll, in the long line of offensive things in this movie. Oh, it's, we're just the list is ever growing. It's just a, it's endless. it's to be uh, fair, very low on the list of offensive. Many things true. above it, but still offensive. True, true. Um, so yes, so Howard meets the mall Santa, played by Jim Belushi, not John Belushi, yes. Jim Belushi. Who yes. uh, and again, I'm I'm going to continue to pause this, but <laughs> this also made me think of a thing, and, and and I can't. And this is maybe this is every time I watch this movie, I. I have a pang of sadness that is maybe just really weird, but I I want that Santa to be played by Chris Farley so bad, <laughs> so badly, and then it makes was, me was Farley was Farley dead at this point, no, or was that no, just not was, a no? He was still he was still with okay. us at this time, but but then that also that that creates another subset of sadness where i think of that we never got to see a chris farley santa movie and imagining oh, that's a fair point. yeah i mean how amazing would that have been i just oh it would have been I, great so i just as a just to bring everything down for a second i thought i'd <laughs> oh, no. um okay, okay. so then 11:30 howard meets mall santa and then 12 p.m. they arrive at santa's warehouse because Santa tells him, I have a Turbo Man in my warehouse. So then they go to the warehouse, and I imagine that the the insanity that takes place there was about, I mean, you know, I don't know. Now I'm thinking I'm going to cut this whole thing, because I think I was way too generous with this timeline. I really was. I still know. We're going to go through it. Don't cut it. We're going to get through it. Come on. (laughs) Okay. So so by like... by like 1 p.m., all the madness at the warehouse has come to a close, which, by the way, of course, and in that scene, yes, as you mentioned, he takes on an entire league of Santas uh, of all sizes. And uh, and then, to top it off, the fight is interrupted by a sting operation when the police yes. arrive. And Schwarzenegger, 
of course, manages to escape without any difficulty by simply grabbing a plastic toy badge and pretending to be an undercover cop. And these... These fucking incompetent, I mean, this is the most incompetent police force I have ever seen in my entire life. They snap to attention. And and by every (laughs) single fucking word he says, and believe everything he says, and let him go. Just with like, it, it is, it's, it's so preposterous, it's offensive. Well, but, but so here's the thing. So this this scene, and this is again, uh, we're we're probably lo- we're definitely looking into this way too much, but I'm still gonna sure. lean into it a little bit. That scene, okay. So the concept, which is flash a badge, act confident, right? That's that's the the gig, right? Okay. Yeah. The same thing happens in Catch Me If You Can with mm. with with Leonardo DiCaprio, yes. and he just yeah. he fakes it, but. What they do in that, which makes it work, is that the guy doesn't immediately buy it. Yes. It was that he had to keep selling it and keep selling it until it actually got believed. That's what makes it work. The problem is, is that they just buy it immediately. And yeah. that, like, it makes... Honestly, they just... We haven't gotten past your timeline. We're still at 1 o'clock. But the, no, the, 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 the movie tries to fit way too many things in this time frame (laughs) okay it's like every idea they're just like yeah we're gonna do it and then they're like well we gotta we gotta to get it all in it can only take x amount of time so time doesn't exist time does not exist that is the first thing this was the dictum that the director (laughs) he he, when he gathered his crew in his cast he made a declaration he was like before we begin Time does not exist <laughs> in this not. world. Um, yeah, no, it's, that's a that's a very it's good Groundhog Day. It's a very it's good. That's a very good day. point. It's the exact same kind of scene in that movie, and you're right. It's that's how <laughs> it's supposed to work. In this case, it's fucking <laughs> preposterous. He's a mattress salesman. I mean, and that's the other part. In Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio's character is is has been spent spending the like the last fucking. Four years or something like that, duping everybody. So it is plausible for him to come out and just dupe the shit out of it. This guy is a mattress salesman, a mattress salesman who who seemingly can't he remember. Can't talk, he can't talk a traffic cop out of a fucking ticket. We know that he for can't. Sure. Yes, we can't do that. He also can't seem to remember to buy his kid a fucking gift on Christmas. Come the fuck on! It's not like you, you've had this kid. For what seven years now, and it's not like gift giving is some not a universal concept across all of fucking the world. So how the fuck don't you think about that? Like it's not like I, you know, it's like the he 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 would never be able to come up with that confidence. It's like he th- that's the problem. If you're gonna be the everyday guy, if you're gonna play a guy, that this is like the thing. If Arnold's like, I want to play, this is my role. I want to play an every every. And, this and is every my, man, this, this is, is my, my role. This is my dream. I want to play, play average, want, average American man. Average American man. That's what I. This is my. This is my. Dream. I can do it. I uh, play Terminator. I can play his Yes, yes. The the the. 
Uh, but so he, he <laughs> I want to play Sorry. mattress salesman. This is my I want, dream. <laughs> I want I come to America. I am I am Mr. Universe. I play Conan, I play Terminator, then I play mattress salesman. <laughs> mattress salesman. This is my plan. So um but he chooses to play this, but then he doesn't he doesn't play it. He doesn't play it. He he's wants still, to be he, a mattress salesman, and then he doesn't do it. He's, he's just still, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> he still does all the bullshit of being an action star. So he didn't even do it. He just wanted yeah. to be called a mattress salesman as if the mattress salesman is some action hero who yeah. went out and killed people with mattresses. It's ridiculous. Oh. It's, it's Fundamentally, absolutely ridiculous. on every level, ridiculous. You're starting but, with but, the foundation of ridiculous. So, but the, the the way you do this type of film for for Arnold Schwarzenegger is Kindergarten Cop, sure. Because you 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 set it up yeah. that he is an action hero that is forced to not be an action hero, right? That way you can he can do those things plausibly yes. and not have it be completely fucking ridiculous, right? And it's like they made no effort at that. No, they should have. No, they should have. They should have made at least one reference to, to his time in Granada, where he <laughs> saved some fucking some some yeah. person from from just make have his wife say, Before, "You haven't acted like this since since you got back from Nam or you some were a Navy shit. Seal. <laughs> yeah, like, before you but just, you left before you left the fucking special ops to become a mattress some, salesman. Yeah, some yeah. throwaway comment. Yes. <laughs> Yes, until you left the forces to follow your dream. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, yes, it is absolutely true. He, I mean, <laughs> well, I think the only time they come close to acknowledging it is when Phil Hartman says at one point, "You can't bench press your way out of yes! this one." That's the but one. But again, line. but again, it's out of nowhere when? because he's not been said. No when is he bench pressing? He, he never when? says that. He never says that. There is no evidence that he has bench pressed every anything other this than guy, his physique. This guy, he has a, oh. the physique of an Olympic, a, like beyond yes. an Olympic athlete. Yes. When the fuck is uh. it's? Oh my! It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Oh my okay. god. Okay. Where are we on the timeline? Where right, are we so on the timeline? We, we are at. I feel like we've just been screaming at each other for for <laughs> half an hour. Honestly, we have, but I think we that's have. just the way it is. Um, hopefully, the cops don't get called. Okay, uh, so okay, we're at we're at noon. So at noon, Howard arrives at Sanders' warehouse. One o'clock, Howard leaves the warehouse. Around one fifteen, Howard runs out of gas. Then, Howard pushes his car, his <laughs> gasless car, to a diner. And here again, I was being very generous, but I made it forty-five minutes. One fifteen okay. to two to two p.m. So for forty five minutes, he pushed his car <laughs> his to a diner. He doesn't have a drop of sweat. He and doesn't. No, not as and again, a mattress salesman outside. pushing his car all the way to a diner. Totally normal. Uh, so I so two p.m. He arrives at the diner. From two p.m. to two fifteen p.m. Howard calls home. There's a scene where he takes the phone and calls Jamie and they have a fight. And then he reconnects with Myron, with Sinbad's character, who's right. a mailman. We haven't really talked about Sinbad, but he's like a disgruntled we'll mailman. Who's, yeah. And then he, they hear the radio broadcast that they're giving away. They're doing this giveaway for Turbo Man dolls, apparently, on the radio. And you have to name Santa's reindeer. So 
Uh, and then they find out, because at first they're like, how are we going to get to the radio station? Because the, the phone, they pull the thing out of the phone, and the bartender's like, it's just two blocks away on Wabasha. So then they they run. <laughs> so I put 210 to 215, or sorry, 215 to 225. So about 10 minutes it takes them to run from the diner to the radio station. So Hey, hold on. Can we go back to the way they run? Yes. Yes. Neither of them. Oh, is this and is this the part where they were he was going down a road? Is that the part that you remembered? No, 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 no. The going down the road was when I actually don't know where the going down the road is. Now I I watched it and I was like, I was that was a faulty memory. I don't remember. Oh my god. The only thing the, you remembered about the movie wasn't even in the movie. Okay. The ro- the road that I remembered is wasn't there. <laughs> it didn't exist. <laughs> In this I'll timeline. Never, I'm never going to get over that. That's the I've never, <laughs> like, whenever anyone asks me, like, what was your favorite part of that movie? I'm going to be like, uh, well, when they were going well, down, a road. down a road. It was good. <laughs> um, they, uh, they, uh, no, uh, no, the way they run, the way yes. they run is, is, I, I, uh, I don't know how, to, I don't know why it frustrates me. It's not, it's not real. No. It's not realistic and it's not funny. It's neither. It's it's it's, it's Well, it's, it's, it's what it what it is is it's two it's two it's one man running with ease and one man struggling who is Sinbad emptying his his mail bag to keep up with him. <laughs> but essentially it's just two men running very slowly. That's really just all that's happening. Well, but Sinbad is running as if he's got like his boxers around his ankles and he can't like so he's like doing this like yes. i can't move kind of yeah. motion but there's clearly nothing preventing it's preventing his his legs from moving uh, no. it's just it's just him so it's this ridiculous like motion where you're like why are you doing that I, and then yeah. and then and then arnold is running like like and he's doing like, a jaunty he's jaunty little jog that's a yes. that's the prince of yes <laughs> yes yes in this crazy, and he does this thing that only Arnold does, which is he gets these big eyes with this big goofy grin, and then he just looks fucking insane. Like, that, I'm that, having a good that, time. Bye. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is the, the I, movie. I, do, that they, I do know every line to this movie, by the way. Okay. The movie, the movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger should have done is one where he is an insane person. You know, where oh he God. just he just is oh, crazy because I see that. he has a look that uh, if they it, that that is just it it's just insane. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Yes. All right. So I wish they would play that. So, okay. Sorry. What time are we so, at? Okay. Now we're at two thirty. Howard arrives. Two thirty at, at, arrives at radio station. Now okay. I don't I don't know if they ever say what time the parade is. I don't think they do. But I mean, it's a parade. I can't. I. I mean, I feel like it would have started by now already. In reality, it is Christmas, Christmas fucking Eve. Two <laughs> thirty. There is no way that this parade, parade is happening. The, the parade is at least wrapping up by this point. Probably, but uh, <laughs> most likely the parade has wrapped up and gone. It is Christmas Eve. I know. People have to go do things on Christmas oh, Eve. Yes. They're not going to be going to a parade that late. Yes. No. It Setting conti- that aside, it is two thirty at the radio station. Two thirty at let's, the radio station. Yes. Uh, so then, like two forty-five to three o'clock. Oh wait, no. Well, so okay. So yeah, he's at the radio station where 
they have the whole kerfuffle on the radio thing, and then the cops come, and the, then a bomb explodes. You know the scene where, where Sinbad get, has a there's a bomb that goes off in a cop's hands, but of course Looney Tunes he's just Looney Tunes style <laughs> yes. covered in ash yes. and yes. totally unharmed. You know that the same yes. cop, by the way, who pulled over Schwarzenegger in the beginning for for speeding, uh, and whose bike whose motorcycle was hit by him earlier. Same cop now is exploded by a bomb. Um, so yeah, so that happens. Uh, but at this point, it's just like a fucking course that happened. Why, why wouldn't it? Um, so then, uh, two forty-five to three p.m. Howard leaves the radio station, but he has to get gas for his car. <laughs> so he walks from the radio station to a gas station to get gas, and then back to his car. Again, very generous. I said fifteen minutes. So uh, three fifteen. I just hold on. I just remember he goes home. He goes oh, home. Oh, I'm yeah, sitting no. here. <laughs> No, it gets worse. Okay, yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, I'm sitting here thinking, well, this is going to be plausible. He's going to go straight to the goddamn parade. No. And he goes home, and there's a whole other shit show that happens. So he he leaves the radio station, walking, might I add, walks to a gas station somewhere, gets gas, walks back to the diner, only to find his car vandalized and stripped completely. This is at about 3.15 p.m. So then okay. he has to call a truck driver, a tow truck driver, who drives him home. And that I put, from the time he, he has to call the tow truck driver to oh, when he gets Jesus. home, is 3.15 at least to 4.30 p.m., I put. Like, at oh, least. you are so, oh my God, Very are you generous. generous. Right, right, yes, I really am. A tow like, truck, a tow truck driver on Christmas fucking Eve? On Christmas Eve, Eve yes, I know. You're I not, was like, uh, I was like right, oh, but, yeah, okay. no. So, okay, so by okay. four by 4.30 p.m., Howard returns home. <laughs> and then, when on returning home, he, he sees, okay, so this is the... I keep. I'm gonna keep pausing this timeline because there's just too much to talk about. But okay, so when Howard returns home at 4:30 p.m., he looks through uh, the window of his house and sees Phil Hartman putting the the star up on his tree with his wife, which is you know just absolutely sacrilegious, and he he gets very upset, and that's when he remembers that Phil Hartman bought a Turbo Man for his son, and this okay, and I, this is another digression. <laughs> similar to the this is my ball uh <laughs> thing this is another thing that is like within my very very limited immediate circle is is kind of legendary and it is a, it, <laughs> that there is a joke in this movie that they kind of do that it's one of the great disappointments in terms of them not fulfilling the promise of what could have been one of the funniest moments in any movie i've ever seen which is and this is again very nuanced and very difficult to explain, but, <laughs> but it's what makes it good. So Schwarzenegger sees Phil Hartman. He's he he's pissed, and he and he doesn't know what to do. And then he remembers and he hears Phil Hartman's voice in his head say, "I bought a Turbo Man for Johnny months ago. It's nestled safely under our tree." But then it it, it echoes. So so he he hears what he hears is this: "I bought a Turbo Man for Johnny months ago." It's nestled safely under our tree, nestled safely under our tree, safely under our tree. And then it stops. I want more than anything for it to continue so that the whole line is is this in voiceover. <laughs> Schwarzenegger hears, I bought a Turbo Man for Johnny months ago. It's nestled safely under our tree, 
nestled safely under our tree, safely under our tree, under our tree, our tree, tree. <laughs> okay, that totally bombed. Fuck. <laughs> That's that bombed. I, listen, with my kids, that kills, okay? <laughs> it kills. It's funny. No, it's funny. I... I... <laughs> <laughs> but you I, see, it's just, it's so, but it would be, but it wouldn't be, it would just be, you know, voiceover in his head. It's not, it's just thrown away in the background. It's not, but it would have been so right. funny. Just the like gradual breaking down of that sentence to the very last word. <laughs> just, I don't know. I find that Tree. hysterical. Tree. I'm sorry. You can just, I'll uh, cut that out. <laughs> you can, hey, leave it. I think you leave it. That bomb. It, it, <laughs> um, Anyway, uh, okay, so so okay. he stops. So now he's got the bright idea. Yes, he's gonna go he, steal steal Johnny's Turbo Man from under the tree. Nothing's so, nothing's more Christmassy than oh, stealing another child's to- stealing toy from, from your neighbor from yeah. underneath. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So four thirty to four forty five is Howard attempts to steal Johnny's Turbo Man. Uh, causes a fire and fights with the reindeer in the house, which is which happens. Um, he then kicks the, <laughs> the he kicks the head of a of one of the of Balthazar uh, <laughs> from the from the manger thing out the fucking window, almost killing some carolers. Anyway, so after that, his wife finds him and, and she's very upset and she goes off with oh, Phil so- Hartman to take the kids to the parade. Okay, take one step back. I just okay. want to say, okay, in this timeline. What yes. time is it now? Now it's about 5 p.m. It's around okay. 5. So at 5 p.m. in Minnesota, yes. we would start to be getting dark because it's 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 Surely. 5 p.m. Surely. Right? And the the presence of carolers would be would be appropriate around this time. For, However, for n- nighttime. when you yeah. when you look out the fucking window, it is like bright as day sun. It is like high noon. mid-noon. High noon. high noon. High noon. High noon which, always. Which, what the fuck are carolers doing out at high noon? It's like there's 12 people wandering around at high noon in outfits, in, in, in Victorian garb, to sing carols on, on Christmas Eve at high fucking noon. And no one's there. No. Remember... It's just by happenstance no that some that that he went in. They are, to no, steal. they are, they are singing to an empty house. They are yes. singing to an empty house. Yes, yes. in the and middle no, of the day. It's it's absolutely preposterous. I mean, it's nonsense. Um, okay, so yeah, so that happens. The wife takes the kids to the parade. This is so five p.m. and this is Howard is very. You know Howard, <laughs> Arnold. It's how I just keep his Howard is his name. Um, he's very dejected and disappointed because because he couldn't steal the Turbo Man and because he ruined everything. And he's sitting getting drunk with the reindeer. And he does. And I'm assuming because if you see, he's drink he's drink, <laughs> drink many beers. There are many empty beers by him. So I put at least fifty at least fifteen minutes. He's there five to fifteen five p.m. to five fifteen. He's getting drunk oh, with the reindeer you, again. Very Should, generous. I'm realizing I should have been harsher with this. But I'm Matt, being generous. Can you repeat that sentence? If he gets drunk with the reindeer at five fifteen. Yes, he just threw that. You just threw that away. Yeah, he, he gets, gets drunk with. The drunk with he of gets course. drunk with the reindeer. It's that that part of that part of any Christmas movie when the lead gets drunk with the reindeer. Um, and that's another course, disturbing fact is the animal cruelty portion of this, oh, where sure. where 
the yeah. start of it is when Phil Hartman brings said reindeer into the this scenario. They yes. a, Arnold Schwarzenegger asks the legitimate question, which is, "What the fuck are you gonna do with the reindeer after this?" Which is the only part of this movie that seemed like a real <laughs> moment. Rea- reality for creeped Howard. in. <laughs> At that moment. Yes, where he's like, what the hell are you going to do with the reindeer after this? And yeah. and Phil goes, I don't know. I've been looking for I some I saw a group upstate. of rain I saw a family of reindeer group. down by Lake Minnetonka. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so amazing. yeah. Uh, it's just He's so uh, sorry. Sorry. Oh my god. But okay. You're just like, oh, so you're just going to abandon yeah. this domesticated reindeer into the into the woods where totally. it is certainly going to be eaten by Minnesotan wolves. Oh, oh that reindeer Oh, that reindeer's dead. That reindeer's dead. 100% dead. 100%. Dead. Yeah. Reindeer is gone. Dead. Done. Okay. So, Howard gets drunk with the dead reindeer and then he leaves for the parade at like 5:15, but of course he has no car so he has to take a taxi cab. So, I, I estimated at least 45 minutes to get to this parade, although he actually doesn't get there because there's traffic, so he has to get out and walk. So I, I just put 6 p.m. he arrives at the parade. So it's 6 p.m. on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Realistically, this would there's no, and, and we have established, I have been exceedingly generous with this timeline. And, and even being exceedingly generous, he still only arrives, he arrives at the parade at 6 o'clock p.m. PM on Christmas Eve. And this parade, I mean, every single living soul in Minneapolis is at this parade. It is like it's again high noon and bustling activity at six is there PM. There's snow on, on the Christmas ground? Eve. There's I mean, yeah, there's snow. It's it, yes. I think so. I don't remember snow. I don't remember snow. I mean, it's not, it felt very it felt very warm. It oh well, I'm very sure. Warm. I'm sure they shot it in the summer, so it's like yeah. But but uh, whatever. So at six p.m. he gets to the parade, and then for about six to six fifteen, Howard searches for his family and ends up being chased by the cop again. He runs into the same cop who exploded with the bomb, but it was just fine and back on duty. And he cha- ends up chasing him, but first running into him and spilling scalding hot coffee all over him. And then he so he chases him, and then so six fifteen, Howard goes into the backstage area to escape the cop and ends up being inadvertently dressed up as Turbo Man for the, for the parade. So that happens. I put 6.15 to 6.30, that's happening, of them all dressing him and putting him on the float <laughs> and everything. Yeah. So then I put, for the final act, 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. is, I, I estimated, the final act of the movie. So this movie ends what, at what should be 7.30 p.m., on Christmas oh. Eve, where everyone should be at home, the the sun by this point is has been set for quite some time, and they should all be like digging into their Christmas dinners, probably you know maybe reading uh, night the night before Christmas or something. But instead, it's high noon in the in a fucking parade. So yeah. And you have the talk show host, daytime talk oh, show host, yes, who are acting like it's the morning. Oh yeah, like it's it's like the like again. No, time I'm I'm with you. Doesn't time exist. Doesn't exist. Does not. Doesn't exist. exist. Not linear in Jingle yes. All the Way. It so is totally a loop. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's the timeline. That's I mean, that's essentially the movie. I mean, there's still. I mean, but yeah. Well, we haven't that, talked about Sinbad. No. And and this is sure. the racial, the uncomfortable racial, uh, stereotypes and everything. But I want to get to this. So, like, okay, so at the end of this, the mattress salesman, Howard, 
um, is put into a Turbo Man outfit. Of course, the the outfit, presumably for for whoever it was gonna be, would have had like the fake rubber muscles from whatever. But this sure. is just basically like lycra, it's and he skin it's just tight, it's yeah. it is his body. It's like, it's like the so, bat suit, yeah. So I want to say this. So, so his point. So he 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 gets in that suit, and he's a mattress salesman. So he should like the the like this. Sinbad, on the other hand, shows up in the in the bad guy's evil suit. That's more plausible to me. Yeah, that is more plausible to me in this whole scenario because Sinbad has been acting kind of crazy from mm. the moment you've seen him. He has consistently yeah. done crazier and crazier things. So the yeah. thought of him thinking that it would be a good idea to, to steal this guy's outfit and, and go in there seems like... Yeah. Yeah, that's right in line. So it's like the movie for every other character in this movie. Mm-hmm. Storyline and plot and like the, the 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 process of being an actor, what's my motivation? Mm-hmm. All of that seems to have happened for everybody else in this film with the exception of Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. who's just doing whatever the fuck it's like he's got seven skills in acting and he yeah. just does does those seven skills which yeah. is punch somebody kick somebody this is my ball like that's that's his that's his wheelhouse and he just he just does it yeah it's not i mean i don't think this was the big uh stretch in his acting range he was hoping it would be um, yeah, no, it's, yes, but I mean, again, but Sinbad, once again, is hilarious, and he has some, he has some great lines, my favorite, I think my favorite one, he has a few great ones, but my favorite one is in the beginning when he first meets him outside the toy store, and Sinbad is going on his rant about, like, the commercialism of Christmas and stuff, and he, like, he's like, I just want to grab him and choke him, and he grabs this lady and starts, like, choking yes. her, like, actually yes. choking her, and then he stops, and he goes, like, you shouldn't wear fur because she's wearing a fur coat. So he's like, you shouldn't wear fur. <laughs> That's why he was choking her. I don't know. I just thought that was very funny. But no, he was, no, he's, he, he was great. He was hilarious. He's great. And but, and <laughs> I feel like we seem to go back. We kind of, we, we glossed over this in the timeline. The yeah. bomb that Sinbad, that goes off. <laughs> yeah. Sinbad didn't actually create the bomb. It's true, to be fair. Yeah. Sinbad in this scenario, uh, the, the cops were called because they were, both crazily in the radio station trying to take the doll that didn't exist. And the cops called. So Sinbad just grabs a package from his bag and just calls it a bomb to try to extricate himself from the problem, uh, only to find out that it was actually a bomb. Uh, And, and, um, again, pre, pre nine 11 world, (laughs) pre nine 11, where that's kind of funny. Um, and, uh, although it's not pre Unabomber, that's true, and it's and it's not pre uh, World Trade Center bombing, right? Right, I don't think so. So, so I guess not probably. a lot of not enough people died from the Unabomber to have it not be funny. Maybe. So, Can so we, that's gonna that's gonna be the pull the quote scale. from the this ep- from this episode tomorrow on all the websites. It's gonna be <laughs> the Unabomber wasn't didn't kill enough people to be funny. If that Je- Jeff Spencer, <laughs> Jeff Spencer, that's your that's gonna the be Unabomber. that's gonna be in your obituary. We we have we have determined now that <laughs> that that Americans' threshold for humor 
fall somewhere between a handful of deaths and thousands of deaths. Somewhere between there is yeah. the line at which things cease to become cease being funny. <laughs> and true. We we have not we have not identified what number there is a number. To be funny, there is a number. But there is now. a number. There is a because number. evidently at this level still funny but at the other level definitely not funny so i don't know where it lies but we'll we've got many many movies many more movies to f- figure out which which number this uh <laughs> the line is on um how about the racial insensitivity we didn't even touch about it but oh, like man. the fact I... that the fact that sinbad is there's just a lot sinbad's he tells this whole story about his father and how it was ruined and then and and then and so uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is listening to the story and thinking, "Oh, I don't want my son to end up like Sinbad." And it's like, "Well, why is Sinbad necessarily bad? He's trying to be a good father. He's trying to find his. He's working for the postal office. He's trying to find his yeah. kid. This is this is prior to the bombing and 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 the bomb scare and the yeah. stealing of the thing. But it seems like he's he. I didn't think he should be somebody to be like afraid that your no. child would become that. In fact, I would, I would, I, I have a po- alternate ending for this movie. Let's involve Sinbad's kid, and have the movie end with Sinbad, with 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 some moment between Sinbad and his son that shows Arnold like that because there's no there's, I, I there really isn't any like closure to the story in the sense of like there's no real there's no real growth that happens. I mean, the movie tries to tell us there is. But there isn't. There's it's, no growth. It's 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 there's still, no growth. It remains that you know if you if you you can buy your child's love and and if and but either buy your child's love or become their 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 fantasy hero, and that is how you how you by get happenstance. Yes, by pure happenstance. None of this happens by his own actions. Truly, I mean it's it's, right. it's 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 just all pure. It's pure chance. I mean, even when he does the jetpack. He he! It's just by dumb luck that that. I mean, I mean, in reality, he would have died instantly. I mean, there's no question. Well, first of all, there, there wouldn't should be, be a an tragedy. actual jetpack in 1996, <laughs> but he would not be able to or fly now, around the city. Or now, or now, or now, <laughs> or now, but or now, there's... he would have died immediately. But but you know, yeah, no, it's it's all terrible. There's I... an al- there's an alternative ending for you. Jamie watches right? his father die in a okay. horrific. And 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 the moral of the story is: look at what his father tried to do. He tried to become Turbo Man for you, and it exactly. cost him his life. And and then, exactly. in essence, all of that effort created made Jamie's life. He led led him to a life of crime. Exactly. He joined the Santa Cartel and yes. reinstituted it. Oh, and it's all just a vicious cycle, you see. And then he becomes the next Jim. Bal- what is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one that they're up against? The clan? What's what's, what's the foot? What's the, the foot. Clan. The foot. Yeah, he becomes part yes, of the foot. Yes, I, I think. Okay, well, mentioning, you know, when you when you said the child's name, which of course is Jamie, it made me remember that this is another trope in Schwarzenegger films, which is that Arnold Schwarzenegger is he's forever screaming the names of his children. In his films, whether it's either <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, yeah. Dominic, uh, Dana, yeah. uh, <laughs> Danny, <laughs> like he's always screaming Which for his one's child's Danny? name. Danny Which is one's l- last action hero. 
which we'll get to. Uh, right. But yeah, Dana's but, the Dana's tr- Dana's true lies. True lies. And Dominic, Dominic is is kindergarten cop. <laughs> kindergarten cop. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's always right. screaming the child's right. name. I just find that funny. Um, I think that all directors just want to see him yell shit because he does the same. <laughs> it would be get the chopper, shoot me, kill me, yes. kill me now. Well, and and can we now. say can we say the equivalent of that line in this movie is put the cookie down now? Put the cookie yes. down. Yes. No, I agree. And and listen. Oh, I get uh, that. If I was a director, I'd fucking uh, God, I'd do the same thing. I would just want. I would, you I would want that? him. I would want him to yell every line. Like I would not. This is. He's. It would be like, so much fun. It'd be so much. Fun. But this is. Um, but this is an intimate scene. I'm supposed yeah. to be very quiet. No, please yell it. Just please yell. This is my scene. This is my scene. <laughs> this is my scene. This, you know what? This, this is. This is. I'm gonna make another diversion yet again. But there's a scene <laughs> in the beginning, and it's another moment that I think is a a language barrier thing with Schwarzenegger, which is it's so stupid. But there's a moment in the beginning when him and Rita Wilson are about to go to bed, and she tells him, "Hey, you didn't forget the doll, right?" And that's the moment when he goes, "What?" The doll, yes. and yeah. he freaks out, and he's like, "Of course, I've got the Turbo Man with the Rock'em Sock'em Jetpack, that thing." And then he, <laughs> he's like, "I got it." And then, and she's like, "Oh, good, thank God." And then they kiss, they they kiss, and Schwarzenegger goes, "There you are." And you thought I wouldn't do this thing that you told me, as if to say, "There you are." You think I didn't forget this? But <laughs> every time I watch it, I feel like when he kisses her. It's like she, he, she, as if when he kissed her, she momentarily disappeared and then reappeared. And he's like, "There you are!" Like it's so stupid, but I swear, he watch it again, one. and it's like he kisses her and goes, "Oh, there you are!" It's like he forgot <laughs> where are. she was for a second. I don't know. I found that funny. Um, but okay, so I feel like the one big thing we haven't talked about yet is the kid. Um, Anakin. It's Anakin. Okay, is okay, it not? Okay. Okay. Before we go into this, I just want to I want to make a disclaimer that I have I am aware I've looked up about Jake Lloyd as the actor and I know that he has struggled. He's had a lot of like legal problems and personal problems. I think directly as a result of some of the uh criticism over his acting. Yes. And he he actually was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia and like he's had lots of issues. So Okay. My heart goes out to him and his family and everything he struggled with. Having said that, oh God, his performance in this movie filled me with such rage. I think that his parents should be arrested for allowing him to pursue a career in acting. Okay, I, that's on. what I think. That's what I, I think. disagree because there are casting directors and and other people who seem to have found him to be perfectly fine. I, Matt, I, bl- I, no, I blame I, all of them. I blame all of okay. them. I, I, you can blame them all. I don't know that the, that he. I guess let me put it this way: Show me a child actor who who, other than Haley Joe Osmond, we're going to separate out him because for some reason, as we've discussed, he was a forty year old and a six year old body. Okay. Yeah. No. Oh, yes. He's a listen. Yes, he's a he young, is a he's a he's a he's toddler. A he's a child. He's a fucking I know. toddler. I he is terrible. I I can't the scene at the end when I got I mean I'm sorry. Like I I really I know he's just a kid and that's again why I place the blame on his parents and on the casting directors for and George Ugh. Lucas who for some reason allowing this to happen because I cannot possibly imagine that he was the best choice. I mean 
This was a Schwarzenegger Christmas movie in the mid-90s. And then, he, then Star Wars. They must have seen every single child conceivably in that age range, like in the world. And that, this one, he was the one they chose. I, there's no, I cannot explain it. Um, but I, I, he is so terrible in this movie. When he, at the end of the movie, I, I'm not going to lie. Like I am, listen, I'm a father. I have two young boys who I love dearly. When he is hanging from that, that whatever it was, the scaffolding, and I was, I kind of want, I kind of wanted him to fall. I kind of wanted him to fall. I'm not lying. I when he when he was falling and screaming metaphorically, 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 he wanted him to sit. Of course, it is a movie, but let put it this way: when he when I thought he was going to fall to his death, I was not upset. I was not upset at all. Let's put it that way. That's just, and we'll leave it at that. Jamie. Jamie! Oh, God. Um, all oh. right, so oh, so God. I take it I feel, you're not a fan of Anakin. I feel ill. Like, I I feel... Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Not a fan. Not a fan of Anakin. Not a fan of this movie. Um, I, I mean... I don't and, know. And, I think and, it's... And yet, I, and yet I... But yet again, I watch it every Christmas. It's... It's... I will say... It's. I mean, it's 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 watchably bad. I will say that it is watchably bad. It it it's one of those movies that hits the 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 mileposts of what is supposed to happen in a movie in a way that allows it to be watchable. Mm. It it doesn't. You know, it it, it follows a logic, although it ignores time. <laughs> it, it, Very tenuous is, logic. But but it it there's there's a sequence and it it makes sense how he got to where it was. They just ignored the fact that time exists ha- happens. Yeah. Happen, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, and so, but um, it's watchably bad. I just think that I, I the, well, we didn't talk about Rita Wilson, who who oh yeah, she's she's lovely. she walks she, doesn't she, do she she walks away unscathed for sure. She's yeah, totally fine. I, I, but I will say the character, though, is frustrating to me because is there is there any character in this movie that's not though? Like truly, I don't think there is. I don't think there's a single character in this movie that behaves in a maybe the the guy from the diner who tells them where the radio station is. He's like the one guy <laughs> he, I thought of. Like he played it straight. I, I mean, he I, played I, it the, straight. Yeah, he's like the one person in this movie. It's okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted yeah, by I, moving this movie. I'm exhausted about talking about it. I, I don't have too. any more outrage to 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 throw at yeah, it. Yeah, I don't I'm, either. I'm kind of done. I think. So I know, think we sh- did. Did Roger have any thoughts on this? Did, did Roger? Roger did. He did. And oh my! God, I gotta say, please. I'm I'm kind of surprised. By by Roger's thoughts. Oh God! All right. I I mean, not okay. It's okay. It straddles the line. Let's say okay. So, Roger out of four stars gave Jingle all the way two and a half stars. And fuck you, Roger. I I'm, come yes, on. I it know. is not within half a star of Jurassic fucking Park. I you got to be kidding me. I know. I know. And it only. I mean, it's yes. This is it's complicated. But here were Roger's thoughts. 
There was once a time when family movies at Christmas time were about kindly old Saint Nick and peace on earth. But as Christmas struggles to widen its lead in the holiday shopping sweepstakes, products and not sentiments are what turn kids on. Jamie, Jake Lloyd, wants the toy. His mother, Liz, Rita Wilson, is mad at her husband for always being too busy for family responsibilities. And so Howard goes out in desperation to do battle with half the other fathers in Minneapolis who are also looking for Turbo Man. At the first store he visits, he meets a manic postal worker named Myron, Sinbad, who rants against the sinister forces that are commanding us to compete for goods and services, and explains, I know what I'm talking about because I went to junior college for a semester and studied psychology. I'm out there. Howard will meet Myron again and again during the course of this long day, but the movie never quite figures out if he's a friend, a villain, or a figure of fun, and so he's used interchangeably and confusingly in all of those roles. (laughs) Uh, the climax includes not one, but two of the inevitable kitty movie cliches, a kick to the groin administered by the little hero and the big hero saying, yes, I liked a lot of the movie, which is genial and has a lot of energy, but I was sort of depressed by its relentlessly materialistic view of Christmas and by the choice to go with action and mild violence over dialogue and plot. Audiences will like it, I am sure, but I have to raise my hand in reluctant dissent and ask, please, sir, may we have some more goodwill among men, even turbo men? Those were Roger's thoughts. Um, I think Roger was my, my only my only assumption is that Roger was probably enjoying a nice mug of hot cocoa on a Christmas afternoon and was feeling very soft in his heart as he reviewed Jingle All the Way. Because this movie is a fucking turd of a film. <laughs> and I just... I think you described it as a war crime. I mean, was, maybe that was, was. A bit ex- that was a bit extreme. But a turd, it was, it's a turd. It's a cinematic turd, for sure. Uh. Um, and I think, and the thing is, like, I think I see in certain aspects, because I was reading about it, and Chris Columbus, actually, uh, who directed Home Alone and did a lot of other things, he produced it. And he actually kind of rewrote the original script. And I think his intention was to make more of a satirical kind of movie about, like, about parents at Christmas time. Like, you know, the whole thing with the Cabbage Patch Kids and the fucking Beanie right. Babies and all, uh, Chickle Me Elmo and all that shit. And to kind of satirize it. But it's not, it's not edgy enough. It's not edgy at all. It's like, it no. just, it's just people screaming in absolute madness and insanity. And, and, and so just, Matt, I, yeah, I want to. I want to ask you because I think you do this really, really well. I want. We should do a segment called alternative casting because I think you do a wonderful job of picking alternative cast members. So, I agree. There was a moment when I was watching this film where I thought to myself, "Are they making a satire? Are they trying to be so bad?" I almost thought that they were trying to satirize the Christmas movie mm. almost in the sense that they were making it, but then I would always discard it. Cause I'm like, well, they're not doing enough to, no. to, to make that point. But I think you have a good point is that they're not being edgy enough. Who would you cast in place of Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. to, to convey that? Cause I've, I was thinking maybe Bill Murray I was thinking That's maybe um, it definitely wouldn't be an action star of any kind. No. no. Um, but I, I think you could do this movie and had a legitimate comic actor yeah. 
in the role to work off of Hartman and Sinbad that would make some of those scenes more maybe Steve Martin. That that could uh, be good. Okay, well here's here's a thought, and this is definitely would take it into more edgy territory, but I think they could still pull off the comedy. And actually now that I'm thinking about it, if this person was cast, this move and it was done the right way, this would probably actually be a really good, funny satire. Michael Keaton as Howard. That's a good that's but a not good as cast. But, but you know, but in but not yeah. in like Batman yeah. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton in like comedy Michael Keaton mode. Yeah, in, in, but Keaton. but but in a, like an edgier kind of satirical version of this yeah. movie. Yeah, I think almost like be... the Birdman. I feel like the bird, his his how he played the Birdman. Yeah, or Birdman. I can't remember if Bird it's Man. the Birdman or Birdman. But when Bird he played Man. that, that was almost that. I mean, that's obviously not. It's one of the this, greatest but, movies of all time. Right, but that movie, the way he plays it is 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 edgy, but also. There's comedy in it. I think, like, yes, I think you've hit it on the I, head. I think Michael I think, Keaton could do it because he could do he could do the comedy. I could buy him as like a family man, but he also has that edginess that like he could go. He has those eyes. He could go crazy. The and I could see them using yeah. that yeah. to like to but to comedic effect, not to how they fucked it up in this, but actually like to do it right. Right. I think right. it would have been good. So that would have been a, that would have been my choice, but it would have been a totally different movie. But would have been it worth have, it. It wouldn't have been the the joyous bobble that this film was. <laughs> just... I, and by the way, can we jingle all the way? What a fucking stupid name! Like, yeah, it doesn't tie into anything. It has nothing to do with anything other than it's just a Christmassy. It's like they pull the fuck like like oh, just throw a they bunch of fucking it. Christmas shit into a no into no a hat. no. They pulled that shit. They pulled you that think shit. They pulled it. Oh God, yeah! They focus group the shit out of that motherfucker. I bet that, you're right. They probably got, had like they had like ten different titles after the yeah. test screenings. We're like, okay, which yeah. one do we like more? Yep, yeah. that's how they. Right. That, which one? I've, which one's going to get more people to the box office? That's they. That's a. That's a. Garen goddamn teed you. They 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 fucking focus group the shit out of it. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, I think it's pretty clear, right? Two two nuns. I got a down. nun down. Nuns two down. Nuns down. No, I honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I've given up looking for nuns. I'm not gonna lie. No, I, I wasn't even looking. Up. I wasn't. They're even gonna looking. show up. Yeah, they're gonna no, show up. Two nuns down. Fucking fuck this two movie. Two nuns down. Fuck um, this movie, but at the same time, watch it if you want. It's Christmas. It's it's it's, 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 it's a it's good. Funny. It's good. It listen. It's good. I think everybody knows this. Like there are certain movies that at Christmas time, there's these the um. The bar for quality goes down hard. Like anything Christmassy, usually it's perfect Christmas garbage to put on in the background while you're like doing Christmassy shit. Not that I, right. I'm not doing any of that shit, but if you're doing that and looking for some Christmas garbage to put on, put on this fucking garbage movie. I don't know. <laughs> bah humbug. Okay. I, I, fucking, okay. I fucking hate Christmas now. <laughs> okay. So. We're definitely cutting that part out of this out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so let's transition into selecting okay. the next movie. Yes, do we okay. have do, have you have you siphoned these down into yes, Christmas movies? I did. Right. Yeah, I think I've got a pretty a pretty good list here of pretty solid choices, all within the time frame. Um, all right. So how many numbers do we got? We there's fifteen. There's only there's fifteen movies. Ooh, fifteen. All right, four. Four is Gremlins. Oh, do- totally. Yeah, we're doing that. Right. One. That does yeah. that work? Uh, okay. Oh yeah. 
That works. Gremlins works. Yeah. Kind of, again, like Die Hard kind of straddles the line, but I think it's Christmassy enough. And Oh, no. Gremlins does not straddle the line. Gremlins is most definitely a Christmas movie. I, I think it's way more Christmassy than, than, than Die Hard. The, the scene, That's true, yes. The, yes, the, 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 scene, the scene where it's like, do you hear what I hear? Oh yeah, and there's and, and, a, cer- and a, a certain monologue that Phoebe Cates has, which is like legendary, which is pretty. Yes, amazing. yes. I mean, I oh yeah, Great about her movie. father, her oh, father. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Uh, oh. It's it's yeah. The, okay, so Gremlins a, got I'm it. Excited. All right, we got Gremlins. That's right. Merry Christmas, Gremlins. Yeah, nothing says Christmas like those those Gremlins. Uh, j- uh, just yeah, jingle all the way. Just jingle, jingle all the way to a better movie. To or or or, or you no, know, or like I said, or watch it. Like honestly, it's and it's it's gar- it's garbage. It's total, complete, it's complete. It's cinematic garbage. It, it truly is. But it's it can pass the time. It, it passes the. It's a movie to watch at Christmas. So. It's- Take take that take fr- take from that what you will that glowing review. All right. So, on that note, Matt, right. take them take them take them take, take them down. down. <laughs> Mary, take them down the road. Take them down the road. Uh, We're gonna go down the road, and that's what everyone's gonna remember. All right.